Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to the Optus Daily's Weekly Roundup. I'm Carissa. And I'm Ariel, and we're working hard to put solutions in view and optimism in movement. So, hello. We're back with another episode of our pod. Ariel, how is it going in this festive season? It isn't as cold as I thought it was going to be, to tell you the truth. I was uh, looking forward to a little bit more snow mm-hmm. in my Canadian Christmas experience, um, <laughs> but it's just hovering around negative one, which is just below freezing. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Yeah. Uh, But it's just not that cold. (laughs) Yeah. Something around like 30. That sounds pretty cold to me though still because we're here in California Mm -hmm. a lot warmer. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But yeah, it's kind of taking away from like the festive feel that I thought I was going to have. The holidays, I always just imagine the snow-covered roofs and all the twinkling lights. I mean, our neighborhood is definitely twinkling and we have about – five or six blow up Grinches. I don't know if you've seen these um, decorations, lawn decorations where people are blowing up the Grinch and they're blowing up Santa Claus and they're blowing up like Olaf the snowman from uh, Frozen. Mm -hmm. But there's just so many of them. It's actually kind of creepy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, that's kind of like how my neighborhood is. There's a lot of different characters around. I actually have a blow up cow that I'm trying to decide if I should put up. I wanted to make a whole like cow pin for it. But I think maybe that would be another time because wait so specifically for christmas is a like a holiday cow it's a holiday cow i got it a couple years ago because it was kind of like blowing up on tiktok mm-hmm. and i was like i have to go get this cow because i love cows and i live in kind of a <laughs> countryish town at the time i was like i need this cow and it's so cute it has a little christmas hat and so i wanted to get another one but like they don't sell them anymore. I mean, I think that would be cuter. If I were a child and I saw that there were seven huge Grinches on my street, I'd be like, oh my goodness, my holidays are in danger. There's just so <laughs> many of the Grinch waving its its inflatable head and like bobbing to the wind. I would be a bit freaked out, I think, but I'm not sure what kids are into these days. I know quite a few people that they really like Grinch themed stuff. But I'm just like, no offense to the Grinch. Maybe that's a little offensive if I'm saying I'm not a huge Grinch fan, but he's not exactly what I think of <laughs> all the time when it comes to Christmas. Speaking of childhood characters and uh, TV shows and movies, I suppose the Grinch is from a movie. Yeah. That kind of brings me to the article that I wanted to discuss today. This week, I chose an article that touches on something that affects the lives of many children across the United States. And it's going to take a little bit of a dark turn here. The article is titled, Sesame Workshop Introduces Tools to Help Kids Understand Addiction in Families. I'm pretty sure everyone listening will remember Sesame Street. My parents used to watch it. I used to watch it. And it's still going strong, actually. Yeah, we've definitely covered Sesame Street on the Optimist Daily with a lot of amazing things that it's done over the years so well sesame street is not done yet the geniuses behind sesame workshop are stepping up to help kids understand the tough stuff in life like addiction they've created tools to help kids just like tevis simon who's not a kid anymore but she grew up in the 80s in west baltimore and her childhood was rife with dealing with her mother's opioid addiction These days, Teva Simon is a public speaker, mental health mentor, peer recovery specialist, and support group facilitator in Maryland who shares her stories to help other people heal. 
She's also a member of several organizations providing trauma and mental health support. Tevis recalls, this is a quote from her, if my mom had her drugs, she was fun mommy. If she didn't, then she was mean mommy. I can't even imagine the roller coaster of emotions a child has to go through in a situation where a parent has an addiction like that. Yeah, definitely. And sadly, it turns out that Tevis's story isn't unique. According to estimates by the Department of Health and Human Services, around 4% of kids in the U.S. live in homes where opioid abuse is a big deal. Ruth Paris, an expert in early childhood trauma, says, It's traumatic for children to have a parent struggling with opioid use. Early help is crucial for their emotional and cognitive development. And I guess there's not a lot of material out there for kids who are dealing with this issue because it's not really something that you want to associate with childhood. So what's Sesame Workshop doing about it? In classic Sesame Street style, they're being superheroes for these kids, using films, stories, and tools, featuring familiar and friendly faces like Elmo and Carly. So those are the Muppets that are famous on Sesame Street. Right before the pod, I was scrolling through the Sesame Workshop YouTube channel and saw some of the videos that were featured in the article. One of the videos is called Lending a Hand, and it's Muppet Carly. She's like the kind of fuzzy green one, explaining to Elmo that her mom attends recovery meetings every day to stay healthy. Oh, Because uh-huh. Elmo is asking her, like, why is your mom in a meeting? What does she do in the meeting? And she explains to Elmo, oh, my mom needs help taking care of herself. She has some adult problems. So she talks to other adults who have the same problem and they support each other. So it just kind of gives kids the words to express how they're feeling if they do have a parent in this situation. Yeah. And I guess it kind of reduces like a stigma in a way because as you mentioned, it's a statistic that there are a lot of kids out there dealing with this. And so I think you know, visibility is very important as well that, you know, they're not alone. Mm. It must feel like such a huge undertaking as a child. So knowing that other kids are also going through it will help. And it also perhaps maybe opens their eyes to some avenues of um, help and support that they can get. Because in this little video, Carly talks about going to a kids only group where children who have parents who are going through addiction can meet up and uh, talk about their own problems. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're a kid in this situation who doesn't even realize that that's an option. So that's what Sesame Street uh, and Sesame Workshop is trying to bring to light. Jeanette Betancourt from Sesame Workshop points out, there aren't many resources to explain addiction to young kids. That's why our stuff is so important. These tools help kids, as we say, understand their feelings and know that it's okay to talk about them. They also have coloring books and videos with friendly characters showing kids that their feelings are valid and most importantly that this situation is not their fault. Sesame Workshop's tools cover everything from confusion to fear and helping kids understand why their parents might behave in unexpected, unpredictable ways due to addiction or why they might need treatment. Tevis Simon reflects that these kinds of tools would have stopped her from spiraling down. And it's incredible how something so simple could have made such a difference in her life and is certainly making differences in children's lives today. And as you said before, Carissa, this isn't the first time Sesame Workshop's been a star in these kinds of situations. They've tackled tough subjects before and helped kids cope with and understand complex issues like loss and death. 
We've also written articles previously about how Sesame Street addresses topics like racism. They even have a non-binary Muppet named Gonzo. So this is not out of the realm of Sesame Street's mission. On top of creating tools for kids to work through issues of addiction in their families, Sesame Workshop is teaming up with social workers, therapists, and teachers to ensure these resources reach families that need them most. And the best part is that these tools are available online for free. That's how I was able to access some of the videos that I mentioned earlier. I just typed in Sesame Workshop into the YouTube search bar and all of these videos came up and they're nicely organized as well. So yeah, Sesame Workshop is just truly committed to helping kids build emotional strength and understand what's happening at home and making sure that all that they offer is accessible to any kind of family. So that's why I just wanted to highlight this solution. Wow. Yeah. Chills, kind of good chills, because I think this was one of the solutions this week that also really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of different from what we've seen, obviously, dealing with these topics. It's something, you know, I think that gets overlooked a lot. And way to go, Sesame Workshop, for making these um, resources accessible. I love it. Thanks for sharing that, Ariel. What solution caught your eye this week? Yeah, so another solution, I guess, that caught my eye is something a little more lighthearted, I suppose, but also kind of dealing with the arts and culture of it all. The solution is called Riz, Unveiling and Explaining Oxford University's Word of the Year for 2023. Riz is the word. As this article says, and as 2023 is bidding us farewell, we're taking a lovely linguistic detour, examining not only what we've talked about, but also how we've expressed it this year. So enter the word of the year, a fragment of vocabulary that captures our conversation. And the prize for 2023 is Riz, which is a noun sparkling with style, charm, or attractiveness, and the knack for drawing a romantic or sexual partner. So I guess, Ariel, before this article, had you heard of Riz? I had heard of Riz, but at the risk of dating myself, I didn't really know what it meant until recently when I saw a TikTok video while I was scrolling on Instagram because... I'm a millennial and I don't have TikTok. <laughs> I just have Instagram. Uh, and it was about a therapist trying to communicate with their client who is a Gen Zer. Um, and so at some point, she asks the client, like, how's the Riz? <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly didn't know what it meant. So I looked it up and uh, that's how I found out. And then this article we published this week and I was like, oh, at least I know what it it means, but I didn't know what it meant like two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really fun word. I like it, and I'm gonna start using it. I gotta, you know, get with the times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do like this word. It's a very like fun word to say. So yeah, I knew about it for a while. I feel like I have a lot. I have a younger sister and like younger cousins who are in their teens, so I feel like they keep me pretty updated on the language of the times. And so <laughs> I've heard of it for a while. But yeah, it's it's just really funny. And, you know, the Oxford University Press does this every year and they describe this award as a period of personal and professional PR. And it's about seizing attention, a charm Latin riz. It's from the heart of charisma, an unusual word formation pattern. So that was something I didn't know that it was from charisma. Yeah, I didn't know either until right now. So that makes a lot of sense because that's what it is. Like it's your charisma or it's your ability to attract people, right? I also really like the word charisma too. So it's the riz. 
Sorry. <laughs> you know, we found out about Riz at some point or another, but according to Linguistic Archives, Riz appeared in late 2022 and remained in the spotlight during the summer of 2023. And one of its rise to fame moments was actually Tom Holland, the actor. I love him. He was an unexpected contributor because he said, I have no Riz whatsoever. I have limited Riz <laughs> in a BuzzFeed interview. And then he said, Patty, my brother has the best Riz. So I think that's (laughs) super funny. But yeah, Casper Grathwall, who's the president of Oxford Languages, reflects on the language rise and says it's the sheer joy of pronunciation. It offers a little bit of happiness. And I think this is just so key, even though this is like a silly solution, so to say, you know, silliness is a solution that we need in our life for a little more positivity. So, (laughs) but Riz defeated a strong field of contenders this year. For word of the year, a couple mm-hmm. contenders were Prompt, which steers AI programs, Situationship, oh, yeah. which navigates the intricacies of modern relationships, and Swifty, a tribute to Taylor Swift's dedicated audience, were among them. Um, this article is talking about how 2022's goblin mode sank into obscurity, mm. and 2018's robust toxic continued its linguistic conquest. So the fate of Riz, which has been cultivated by Gen Z's linguistic aptitude, awaits the test of time, mm-hmm. and it's ready to etch its place in the cultural fabric. Yeah, you say that it's kind of a silly solution, but I think language is um, a really important window into our culture, and we're definitely going to look back at it and be like, what was going on at that time to make mm-hmm. Riz such uh, an important word? And I also like that it comes from a word like charisma, because as you say, it does come from Gen Z's linguistic aptitude. Yeah. They just have the knack for creating new terms. I think Riz is going to stick. Like Goblin Mode, I don't hear it anymore. But I think Riz Riz might stick just because, as you say, it's so fun to say. And it describes a characteristic in people that went through a pandemic and are looking to connect so it's a really important part of someone's yeah. personality being able to do that maybe with a few years of a pause of having to do that. It might be it's, – it's really important. So Yeah, that's such a good point. I think it's sticking with me for sure. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Ariel, do you think you have friends? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have been called charming before, and I think okay. because of my – uh, experience in the service industry. Yeah, a, a lot, a lot of my team members, a lot of us are hired because of our riz, I guess you could say, because <laughs> <laughs> we are selling our personalities as well as the products on the menu and like upselling and things. So maybe I didn't have it before when I was just like a, a shy little girl, but I've developed my riz. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. Totally. How about you? Yeah, I think maybe the same way. Maybe I'm still developing my raise, but I I think I have a little bit of raise. I would say so. (laughs) Yeah, I'll keep working on it. But I guess speaking of the end of the year, we're excited too to be wrapping up things at the Optimist Daily. We've shared so many great solutions over the year. Mm -hmm. We're revisiting our best of the year solutions for our annual kind of parade of top stories that people liked this year that we're going to share with everybody. But that being said, we really want to hear what solutions you liked over the year. If there were any that stuck out to you and really, you know, left you inspired and you just think about it. Because I know there's a couple that, you know, I'm still thinking about to this day. And maybe you shared with a friend that solution and 
you know, it really got you thinking. Mm-hmm. So if there are any stories, please email us at solutions at optimistdaily.com, which we'll put in the show notes and let us know. We're also going to be taking a break from our regular schedule. So we'll take two weeks off from the podcast soon. Next week will be our last episode of 2023 until January 12th. And it's crazy to think that it just feels like we just started the podcast again. But now suddenly we're at the end of the year. That'll be a nice break for us personally. So we'll be excited to start the year off right with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Some of the other solutions this week that we shared on the Optimist Daily that you might want to go check out include... Growing the green workforce, U.S. commits $41 million to clean energy training centers. Greenery, berries, and creative accents. Elevate your holiday decor with native plants. Ecuadorian court grants Sikapai ancestral land rights in historic ruling. Move Africa, elevating African music on a global scale, starting with a concert in Rwanda. We also have the Geminid meteor shower dazzled the night sky this week. I think that was on Wednesday and Thursday night. Yeah. Confronting the package predicament, a guide to reducing holiday packaging waste. Conservation success, 2,000 captive southern white rhinos to be released across Africa. And new dimensions in medicine. Will we soon be able to 3D print inside the human body? You can find all of these stories and more on our site, optimistdaily.com. There you can find newly published stories as well as stories from our archive that are just articles that keep on giving optimism all year round. If you want to start your day off right, make sure to subscribe to our free daily newsletter to get our solutions straight to your inbox. You can find us at The Optimist Daily on all of our platforms, including Threads, Pinterest, you name it. The only different one is X, which was previously known as Twitter. On there, we're known as Ota Optimism, also sharing solutions. And we're also a small team of optimists working hard to bring you positive news. If you want to support our mission of putting optimism into the world, please click on the link in the show notes to find out how. Remember that support doesn't always have to be financial. Even just recommending our podcast to a friend, leaving a positive review on Apple or Spotify, or sharing a solution to your socials would be a huge help in our mission. Thanks for joining us this week. And we'll see you for our very last episode of 2023 next week. Can't wait. All right. Bye, everybody. As the youngsters say, maybe like a Rizzler is one um, (laughs) derivation of it. So I don't know. Maybe that has no Riz at all, even saying that. What do we know, Ariel? (laughs) 